Is artificial intelligence really as big of a problem as Elon Musk says it is? I am Will. And I am Ethan. And today, we will be exploring the reliability of artificial intelligence and the possible destruction that it could cause. Now, once again, we must warn you that science is always changing and everything that we're going to tell you at the, is true at the time of this recording. Now, it may have changed over the time that has elapsed between us recording it and you listening to it, uh, but it's definitely true at the time of recording. So, don't be rude if something turns up wrong. Let's control O this information. Haha, <laughs> computer terms. <laughs> now, I'm co I studied STEM last year at school. Um, and most of our assessment work was learning about robotics and even artificial intelligence. Um, now, I can't say I'm completely enjoying learning about it, but it's definitely educational. Um, in fact, my <laughs> last piece of assessment was to uh, report about what artificial intelligence could do and the positives and negatives of what would happen if we just let it run awry. Um, but researching that, I did learn some very interesting things. What did you What did you do yours on on Will? I know that you've been you've been studying STEM as well. Well, I didn't do STEM, but I I, I know a bit about artificial intelligence. Ah, oh, um, right. Okay. Yep. Well, I, oh, I I was under the impression that you were that you were studying STEM as well. Oh no, no, no. I'm not that uh, smart, well, I, Ethan. I actually did mine on um, uh, I did my research on whether uh, giving giving artificial intelligence the ability to run awry was was a good thing and what would happen if it were to be able to reprogram itself but Bad that's things. something i'll talk more about later. Bad things <laughs> Yeah exactly Um i know um, I, I know a few people who did stem as well um and that uh one of them did it on skynet from terminator Oh yeah 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 um that would be interesting That's a very good example Yeah definitely Um but i don't know as much as you might know about it I know a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've seen movies like uh, 2001, Space Odyssey, and all those sorts of things. But I haven't actually gotten around to seeing that movie. Is I wouldn't. It, is it's it like three hours long. The first half hour is a black screen with classical music. <laughs> Honest, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> is it worth watching? There's very little dialogue. Not much happens. I think you'd be better off reading the book. Arthur C. All Clarke. Right. Anybody Definitely listening? 2001, A Space Odyssey, Arthur C. Clarke, or 2010 was the the sequel. I'll have to I'll have to get on that. Yes. Now, uh, veer back on track for a little bit. <laughs> uh, if there is one thing that can be understood from the countless warnings from minds such as Elon Musk and Stephen Hawking, it's that artificial int already started to go down the wrong path. Now, AI has started with things like Siri and self-driving cars. Um, another example would be Google's search algorithms. Now, I don't know if you know, Will, but there are two types of artificial intelligence, yes. narrow AI and general AI. So narrow, narrow AI can generally complete one thing extremely well, like playing chess, whereas oh. general AI would be able to complete multiple tasks and do them extremely well. Oh, I know the, the, the chess ones. Uh, back in the day, when they, before they had computers... Um, they still had kind of weird Android things, but they were they were fake. There was just somebody underneath the table with a magnet moving the pieces, <laughs> um, or or a or a, a, um, a very small person inside a a suit that looks like an Android. Very. <laughs> I didn't know about those. But but I know there's real ones now that are better than some of the best real people that play chess in the world. 
Yeah, I've seen videos of them. They're they're impressive. Yes, I can't play chess. <laughs> I mean, I know how, but I'm not real good. So. No, I'm absolutely awful at chess. Oh, I'd lose in an instant. <laughs> I'm I'm not so sure that you would be able to to trump my inability to play. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe not. Maybe not. So. <laughs> The AI race is much like the space race and other such games. Um, the first to develop fully functioning artificial intelligence wins. So it's Russia, uh, the so US, and China? What this... Sorry? China so, has China... I think probably... Yeah, I'd say Russia, China, and the US are probably the leading. Maybe even... that a little bit later. May, maybe um, even us here China, in Australia. But... I think there is something about China that we will be discussing okay. in, in, the, in the future. Um, that's a, that def- definitely is an interesting path mm. um, to, to go down. But uh, I think what this means is that scientists aren't thinking about what could happen if they code something incorrectly. Um, and they're only thinking about how quickly they can build it. Um, and, and it is those small and seemingly insignificant mistakes that could cost billions lives. Now, it might not be as drastic as forgetting to code in one of the four laws of robotics, but it could be forgetting to define what allowing humanity to come to harm means. If an artificial intelligence can decide what humans are harming themselves, uh, can decide that humans are harming themselves by destroying our planet, then it might choose to eradicate all human life, therefore saving us, which is the scary part. And it's absolutely possible. That's one now, of the. Do you know what the uh, what the laws of robotics are? Will uh, um, I do I do know them, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. I know um, it's something like that a, a robot can not harm a human. Yeah, so you're getting close. Um, so they were devised by Isaac Asimov. Yeah, in who wrote... I, Robot. Yes. Yes, so uh, here they are. So the first one is a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction, allow a human being to come to harm. Of course. Um, but uh, yeah. uh, I know he wrote three originally and then added a fourth. He added the fourth one, but yeah. That, but it's called the, the it's zero. It's so it's zero, it's zero yeah. first, second, and then third, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so the zeroth, the zeroth law is uh, a robot may not come, may not harm humanity or, by inaction, allow humanity to come to harm. So, um, then the second law is a robot must obey the orders given to it by humans, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. Um, and the, the final law is a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second laws. So, they're kind of hard to understand. Um, mm. but, uh, Essentially, it's self-preservation. Yeah. But... So, um, self-preservation and preservation of humanity. But the thing with that, and I think we might touch on that later, I don't know, um, is that um, if they're given free range, um, then by doing nothing, they, they would realise that humans are their own worst enemy and just destroy us all, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, so that's this is where you start encountering problems um, with the uh, with the I guess the, the laws themselves. 
Um, so Isaac Asimov wasn't thinking about these as a, as a proper practical application. No. He was, I think he was, they were really just a plot device. Yeah. Um, very good writer. Story. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I would, I think he's been, he's been called the, the father of sci-fi or, yeah. or something along those lines. Um, along with, um, Philip K. Dick and H.P. Lovecraft and all those very famous oh, ones. Yeah. Um, if you want to read anything by Asimov, I would suggest the Foundation Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to give that a go. Yeah. Um, and also... Yeah, no, my uh, area is mainly mo- uh, Lovecraft. Yeah. Like Cthulhu. Yes, Cthulhu. Um, <laughs> Cthulhu Fitagin. Or as you mentioned before, iRobot would be another one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I recently read Robot Dreams... Um, which is a collection of short stories of his, which mention the wars. Um, okay, yeah. Given to me by my science teacher last year. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've that guy. He seems really cool. Yeah, he's had it since yeah. the eighties. <laughs> oh wow! It's fallen apart. Yeah, well loved read. copy. Yes, very much. Um, so yeah, back to the. Uh, Back to the to the AI. Yes. Um, um, so, do you think that these these laws could have uh, any kind of practical application? Like, how would you be? And if you don't, do you think that there'd be a way that you could tweak them to to uh, work a bit better? Um, I think that those laws shouldn't be used in practice ever. Um, yeah, I agree. Because we just make them dumb. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they need to be able to complete tasks and all that, but mm. um, just don't give them full capabilities and free range. Um, yeah, I think that can be seen in a lot of popular culture, as, as uh, you know, Term- Terminators pointed that out, mm. and um, 2001: A Space Odyssey, and even even scientists, as I've been mentioning before, you know, Elon Musk warned that. Uh, artificial intelligence will be the death of, of humanity or yes. something along those lines. So, um, definitely, yeah. I think, do you think that you could actually create a set of, of laws to, to govern a robot by? No, I just don't think you, I think you just don't give it enough, um, you don't, obviously you don't give it emotions, that's very bad. Um, mm. uh, and you don't, there's a lot of things you don't do. There's more things you don't do than you do do. Exactly. Um, and I and I mean that very literally and very seriously too. Um, yeah. There's, there's so many things you shouldn't do. But as you're saying before, Elon Musk said uh, something along the lines of it would be the death of humanity. But mm. um, uh, people won't know what to do until an android is killing people on the street. And even then, I think some people would hesitate. Mm, um, because it's, it's like the, that analogy of the, um, the putting a frog in boiling water versus putting a frog in water and then slowly turning up the heat. If you put the frog in boiling water, it will immediately jump out as it's yeah. very hot and <laughs> it's not a nice place for it to be. But if you slowly turn up the heat, it won't, it know. won't know what to do. Just think it's a nice bath. Um, until it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the fact that he's warned us time and time again about many things is uh, saying something very substantial. Um, mm. 
he said that there would be completely electric cars which could also drive themselves. Uh, the inventor of them, uh, Elon Musk. Um, he also said that there would be a rocket capable of landing on uh, moving asteroids and moons. Creator, guess who? Elon Musk. Um, so in reality, what he's trying to tell us is not to watch out for the new advancements in the AI. Um, I think it's to watch out because he's already creating artificial intelligence and it's on the way. Um, yeah, definitely. I think, well, I think my, my thought on Elon Musk is, uh, is he is he a benefactor or, or is he an evil overlord? Like? I think he's an evil overlord. Yeah. And... At this point in time, unless he can prove me wrong. Um, he does very nice things for charity and all that, but... Um, That's all just a cover. Yes. I mean, <laughs> Bill Gates does it to tax write-off, but we won't get into that now. Steve no. Jobs never paid cha uh, anything to charity in his life, so what's that telling you? <laughs> Either yeah. he was a dickhead, which he was, or that he mm. was actually paying tax. Mm. I, I don't think he did. I did read that biography. Um, yeah, I don't know much about... Uh, much about uh, Steve Jobs' tax habits? No, I know Trump doesn't pay, but that's I don't it. know if many people know much about <laughs> about Steve Jobs' ta no, tax well, habits. I think doesn't matter. He's dead. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How long has he been dead now? Seven years. Like a while, yeah. Hmm. Too long. Hmm. Too um, long. Uh, well, it is widely accepted that an android or an AI will not be able to comprehend or feel any human emotions. Um, this could be beneficial or a hindrance. What do you think? Uh, beneficial. I think. I agree. I, I, I agree. think no human emotions. Maybe, definitely not hatred, definitely not love. Maybe, maybe compassion. Or empathy. I think compassion's, compassion and empathy is, is good, and that's where, that's where you've got the... Uh, the beneficial side coming in, you've got the the ability for for a robot to feel empathy is necessary, but at the same you have this paradox where it would be really great, but it would have so many downfalls that yeah it's is it, is it worth it you know mm. that's the and that no. and that's the big debate really. I mean, if you give them compassion and and empathy, um, you can have you, you can have your comfort robots. Or, um, yeah. like in Bicentennial Man, Robin Williams is an android and he becomes, uh, he develops emotions. It's not practical at all, um, mm. but he develops emotions and becomes a human somehow. Um, oh, I haven't, I haven't <clears throat> seen Bicentennial Man. It's not his greatest work. <laughs> That's easily Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, mm. See, I, I think his greatest work was... Good Either Mrs. Doubtfire, as you said, or Good Will Hunting. Yeah. A brilliant movie. Yeah. Uh, no thank. No thanks to Ben Affleck, who was all Matt Damon. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm sure Ben Affleck had a very large part in writing the script. Maybe he didn't. Mm. Maybe he was just playing with string. Who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what about... Do you think we would be able to give AI the ability to feel emotions um hmm. see I think you it would be I think it would be difficult to code um, Definitely. ultimately I do think it could be done but th that's the thing with artificial intelligence though is that uh, well not narrow AI but general AI I think the point is that it's like humans it's constantly 
learning and developing new knowledge, which mm. would lead me to believe that you wouldn't need to code it. Emotions, event, well, may maybe it would just eventually learn what emotions are anyway. Emotions. I yeah. mean, I feel nothing I think... but hatred in my heart. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think to have uh, AIs or inherently present in an AI is its continual growth and continual learning. Um, and you'd have to imagine that at some point it would become self-aware and it would yeah. realize that it's an AI. Um, and then from there, God knows what would happen. Well, I think that should be, if there are any laws of robotics, there should be one, and it should be, don't let this thing become sentient. <laughs> don't let it. But, <laughs> you just write that into the, the code. Funny, Cannot become the sentient. The funny thing is, is it, it, in order for it to be true AI, it, it requires sentience. Unless it's narrow. Unless it's narrow, of course, yeah. But, but in that, it can, can only complete one task. Yeah, very, very so well, you would have but, to have a whole host of robots. To, I'd prefer to do... a whole host of robots that can do many things rather than one robot that can do everything and eventually enslave us. I mean, but what if you gave it a task of cleaning the house? That involves many things, but it would be able to do that one general thing very well, don't you think? Like, it'd um, be able to dust, It depends on, it depends wash. on like... If you're talking about narrow AI, I think it depends on how narrow you want the, you want it to be. Um, well, um, maybe there should be a third type, broad. <laughs> like got, a like a broad a broad narrow. Yeah, uh, like you've got this this robot's very good at cleaning the dishes. This robot, whose broad AI is good at cleaning the dishes, making dinner, uh, dusting the house, vacuuming, all that. Just having, yeah, like having a, a, a range of things that are all close together but still being able to be proficient in all of them. Yeah. Who's to say if that would ever happen, though? Probably Elon Musk. Um. Throw a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, spe well, well, speaking of pop culture, um, there are so many different pop culture... Uh, I guess, what would I call them, like pop culture references, pop culture aspects, I guess, um, that involve yeah. malignant AI. Um, for instance, HAL in 2001, Androids in, in Westworld. Have you, have you seen that, um, uh, either, the, either the movie or the TV series? No, no, I haven't. The TV series is real good. Um, yeah? Uh, the guy who wrote the script for the film, Westworld, um, was Michael Crichton. He also wrote uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, okay, Very good. Yeah. Probably my favourite author. Mm. Um, very good. He's also written some other ones. Um, if you're going to read any of his work, I'd say Jurassic Park is definitely number one. Um, yep. Also, um, uh, The Andromeda Strain, that's fairly good. That sounds very familiar. I, I, uh... It's um, about a, a, a meteorite kind of thing that crashes on Earth. And it's mm -hmm. got, um, oh, I can't, it, but it's like some weird space dust and it ends up destroying all of humanity. Spoilers. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm noticing a, a very particular theme throughout his, his works. No, he only created a park full of dinosaurs and a park full of robots and both were overrun. 
They're very different things. <laughs> they they all involve some kind of destruction, though. Yeah, kind of. He's. But he, I mean, what's a good story without a bit of destruction? He's he's a very. Um, He's got a very certain way of writing. Um, he, he, they call him the father of the techno thriller, like Stephen uh, okay. Stephen King's. All that. He's the sci-fi thriller guy, but Michael Crichton. He always he researched everything for almost every, all of his books. So he's so it was very, scientifically accurate. Thrillers. Very much so. Um, he wrote yeah. one. I think it came out in two thousand five. Uh, he unfortunately passed away in two thousand eight. He had cancer. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, State of Fear, it was called, and it was about um, global warming and all those sorts of things, uh, which he... Yeah, yeah. The, the glossary uh, and appendix in that book is about 50 pages. Um, wow. That's just all the research that he did for it, which is amazing to me, because I, I can yeah. hardly do that for school, let alone as a job. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow, it's, he was clearly very dedicated and, oh, and, very and, quite, so. and quite passionate. Um, a man of so- he uh, used to be a doctor. Oh, man yeah, of that science. would explain some yeah. things. Uh, he, oh, the television show ER, he created that. ER? With George Clooney. Have not seen that. Neither have I, it's not real good. But um, <laughs> Enough on that. Um, we, uh, we, we know the dangers of AI from these pop culture references. Uh, and, mm. and 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 law, um, but I think we choose to avoid them because we think we're able to stop it from happening. Do you agree? I definitely agree with that. Um, I, I I also think that this comes back into 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 the frog boiling yep. frog boiling scenario um, because it's not immediately present, or or a lot of people choose to ignore the the, the signs. Um, or just don't aren't exposed to the to the signs that it's coming. Yeah. Um, We're probably we, being overrun already. Oh, probably. We yeah. don't know it. It's it's they're all gonna at one point send one mass message <laughs> and then just all turn. Yeah. Well, last week, um, I think he was here in Australia. This guy said he was from the year twenty thirty, and he time travelled back. Um, and he said by the year twenty twenty one, the Earth would be. Overrun by artificial intelligence. Wow, which is that's like a that's a really scary thought. That's three years from now. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Well, He's did you did wrong. you hear about the um the Google Google uh, created an artificial intelligence did? and it started coding itself. <coughs> oh, turn it off. Pull the plug. Yeah, yeah. So they they shut it down. Thank God. Um, and they were, they created. Oh. They, they think they robots. shut it down. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So they created two robot robots and got them robots. to talk. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bad, straight away. Um, Don't let them talk to each other. So they started talking to each other in English. Then they created their own robot language and started talking in oh that. Oh, my God. And so as soon as, as soon as Google realized that they created something, they that cre- it created they, its own language to talk to another robot. They created they monsters. They immediately shut down. They, they did. Robots are the real is, monsters in this world. And Donald Trump. True. And, definitely. And Kim Jong-un. But, oh, well, him too, yeah. Yeah, but robots, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Fairly, most of us are fairly reckless, especially scientists. And stupid. Uh, yeah. Ironically, people we think are smart are generally the dumbest. 
maybe morally and um and um emotionally but uh, uh Donald Trump for one believes North Korea already has artificial uh, artificial intelligence and they're hiding it from us probably well, true Donald Trump will believe anything. just eat up propaganda <laughs> spouted by the North Koreans out of fear. Well, here's a paraphrase for you. Donald Trump, the year was 1999, I think, for a magazine. He said, if I were to run for president, I would run as a Republican uh, because they would eat up anything, I'd say. No, I did some research on that, actually. That was a, um, that was a false quote. Was it? That didn't, yeah, that didn't happen. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't know, I'd have, to, I'd have to look that I can tell you right now, he's, a, he's not... About. I can tell you for a fact, he's a Democrat, not a Republican. Mm. Mm. Um, many times well, we can... he's been seen in photos with Bill Clinton and Hillary. They were best of friends. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then as, soon as, he, as soon as he runs, he, he's a, he runs he's as, a, as a Republican. As a malignant artificial intelligence. <laughs> Maybe um, he is. Maybe one day he'll... He'll well, rip off his faceplate and show us his inner workings. Well, I don't think he's got real intelligence, so it has to be artificial, doesn't it? That's 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 all we're going to say on that. I think for now. Uh huh. Um, well, uh, another problem with AI is uh, is that if it already supersedes all human knowledge, then why would it uh, why would it not have the brain up to upgrade itself? Yeah. Um, it would have the mental capacity to do this, but. You know whether a fourth law of robotics could possibly state that uh, an artificial in not upgrade or enhance itself without prior human knowledge. Um, you know there would surely be a conclusion to being able to solve this problem, but currently Asimov's plot device laws don't <laughs> don't include this. And no. as we've already discussed, I don't think laws would be all that easy to no. to instate. And it's not like he can write another one because he's dead. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Many we've mentioned many deaths recently in this episode uh, alone. Steve yeah. Jobs, Robert Williams, Isaac Asimov, Michael Crichton, um, soon to be Donald Trump. Um, yeah, <laughs> probably. Hope so. <laughs> um, but uh, what about uh, the the help that artificial t intelligence gives us currently? Like, uh, of course, yeah, we can't just continually our... focus on the no. on the malignance of possible artificial intelligence. Um, as long as it's I think where we are right now, or at least where we think we are right now with it, is a good place to stop. I um, I would agree. As long I think keeping at, it at narrow narrow AI, but then just kind of using your broaden, broad narrow yeah, AI. Yeah. We, I mean, we bit. seem to be able to coexist fairly easily um, with uh, the AI that's around now, but as soon as you go any further than this, I think. They're going to be major problems. Yeah, if you continue following the uh, the general AI, then yeah. then definitely. But uh, I I don't think there should be there should be too much of a problem expanding the the abilities of of narrow AI as long as you don't don't allow it to become proficient in coding. Yeah. And or allow it to be self aware. You yeah. don't. I don't. I don't think true artificial intelligence and sentience is ever going to be a good thing. No. Um, back on Jurassic Park, there's a quote in that book. Um, your scientist, or, or from the movie, I can't remember which one it was. Uh, your scientist was so preoccupied with whether they could 
they didn't stop to think if they should, which is, I think, a great quote. Um, basically says that uh, it, it completely personifies everything that is wrong with the world. No one stops to think whether they should, whether they should do what they're doing, um, which isn't that hard to do. No, and I do think ethics is, is a definite thing that, that science needs to be in touch with. Yeah, because um, it, 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 it's not ethical or moral, many of the things that they do. Um, Definitely, and, and that's, mean, why you've got, that's why you've got ethics councils, but they're not always consulted. No. So. Uh, I think everybody has their ups and downs, and I, mm. I know both of us have probably had our fair share. Um, mm. That doesn't mean to say it's completely and utterly impossible for everyone to think before they do something. We're all told exactly. to do it, but nobody does. It's like yeah. we're all told to not judge a book by its cover, but everybody does it immediately. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> human instinct. Mm. Is what now, just I would before call we uh, just before we close up, you were yep. talking about talking about China um, earlier in earlier in the episode. Yes. Um, what were you going to say about about their artificial intelligence? Um, you know, I think I'm not. I haven't. Like I said, I haven't really researched this much, but I think China's probably, along with maybe North Korea or Japan, definitely Japan, um, they've, Japan's very technologically advanced. Um, and I think there's a very... It's probably about a 50-50 toss that there's already general uh, AI out there. It's just that it hasn't been put into practice yet. The coding's mm. probably done, um, but they just need to find a suitable host. Yeah. Which makes me That's mad. That's a scary thought. Yeah, it makes me mad. Hmm. <sighs> well... That's um that's everything yep. from us this week. Sure has been. Yeah, thanks for listening to us. Uh, um, if, if you're listening for this first time, welcome. Um, yeah, tune in next week and we'll be discussing the subject of ectoplanets. Uh, we, uh, we hope we've been totally truthful with you uh, and we will talk to you next time. See ya.